Is more on frivle de domsenish, quira horts, dar utron, mihaldi o higgin, chucked, cononstarchenish, con laritlin. Aaron Gedal, she has Milbuikas out of the Firkin Forge at Arish of Romaine, is Rithma Van Kayla Sivy and his eats on a toy tiash the lum. August three slim, la Kulitan at Obalian Shah, it's on a Vaiman Rod, August Cockahore, Kinyoga. May I say, dear friends, and particularly young people, their teachers, the School of Philosophy and School of Education, and all of those who have participated, what a great pleasure it is to Sabina and I to have been asked to be with you for these awards. I know you're waiting for the principal award, and uh, 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 I think, but I just want to say, first of all, uh, and it's very, very important. In ancient Greece, I think it's very, very important to remember that Aristotle wrote in the Nicomachean Ethics that the reeds of victory at the Olympic Games were not bestowed on the fittest or the strongest or the most deserving characteristics, but upon those who participated and who hazarded the attempt. So to all of you who hazarded the attempt in whatever project you had, Trace Limlev, I so congratulate you. I'd just like to say a few words, and particularly to the young people present, is that this is a most exciting event where the Young Philosopher of the Year will be chosen, but it's a most exciting event for all sorts of reasons. Uh, I have to say, as a former university teacher myself, I want to say this is a very, very, very good day for University College Dublin, uh, that philosophy has been given a place in the sun, and uh, so many things are, are right about it. But I would say to the young people in particular, uh, the questions you have been asking are the questions that are absolutely fundamental. They're being asked in all of the places that matter. These are the questions that are behind good decision-making at the United Nations, good decisions in relation to the European Union, to ourselves, or whatever. And I'm convinced that you're going to see all of the subjects that are now on the curriculum being recast in the next few decades that are to come. And you will be so, so much better empowered because you are studying philosophy and asking, uh, and, and asking questions. There isn't, it would be just so important if practice and teach, if the practice and teaching of philosophy in our schools extends. Uh, the fact that we had 189 entries 26 schools, 46 individual projects, 83 group projects, and 8 class projects. Well, I want to say to those who are, in fact, moving this great movement along, congratulations, and that is a great achievement uh, in itself. The other thing that's very important, I think, is uh, how wonderful it is to, to study philosophy. The capacity to stay questioning, the capacity to stay uh, putting a, a new question in the place of a, a one that wasn't satisfactory, uh, 
uh, is the meaning of life itself, and it is about the retention of wonderment. And I, I think uh, it is very in, interesting as well, when that great book, Justin Gardner's book, the novel came out, Sophie's World, it began with a teenage girl with two enigmatic questions. Who are you and where does the world come from? And I think that that book in itself was popular for so many reasons. Because the answer was philosophy was not something you can learn, but perhaps you can learn to think philosophically. And I thinking thinking philosophically is in fact probably the most principal implement we have for behaving democratically. And understanding, as it were, our position in terms of also understanding the importance of being able to ask a question is very, very important. Acquiring the capacity to generate questions, hear suggestions. And one of the things that I, I, I mentioned as well when I, when I spoke here last November was on the distinction between uh, imitating and creating, which is one of the most fundamentals. You've had many projects in art and whatever. We, there's a beautiful word for creativity in, in Irish, crochet, and it is about bringing something new into existence and keeping, staying sharp in relation to possibility and also not being fooled or conned into inevitability. For example, the great thing today is to see how many of you are interested in locating advances in science and technology within an ethical framework, like, for example, can, ro can robots achieve empathy? Should robots be involved in caring? And so on. But also in relation to everything, when I was at the United Nations a few weeks ago in New York, when people were discussing climate change, and the consequences of that, and the sustainability. It really is very important not only to be able to recognise scientific impact, but what I thought was very interesting as well, to be able to discover how to listen, and to be able to, in fact, as well, have a discourse, a form of thinking and a form of discussing things that is able to take account of the other, to be able to put yourself in the shoes of the other, so as to be that when you, in fact, can disagree, you will be able to analyse the principles of the other argument, the principles of your own, and be able to uh, uh, come to change. I'm preparing something myself at the moment. I'm so glad as well that we have the Society of uh, Women Philosophers in Ireland with us, uh, which is a great contribution uh, to philosophy itself. The reason I'm a bit distracted, I'm giving a lecture in, in Queen's very sh in, in about two weeks' time or less, uh, that I'm writing, and I was reading Hannah Arendt and unlearning Hannah Arendt and so forth and so on. This is one of the gracious things about people of all ages. You are all going to make philosophy great, and you should talk about philosophy and how much enjoyment and pleasure you got from asking the questions and placing things in context, which is very important, and being able to know as well, there is nothing that we cannot make a, an attempt at understanding. Economy, the big, big breakthrough that's going to happen, it's already underway, is people questioning the inevitability of a single model in economics. 
It's happening all over the world. It's a pity if it has to happen from the street, where people just feel aggrieved by a failure of a single model. But the reality of this, economics was at its very best when it was with political philosophy. And it will happen again. And when we have relocated science within culture, when we have located strategies of meaning within wider aspects of the society, and when all of it has been relocated again within a broader, broader system of understanding, we will be all better. After November as well, I had a chat with some people who asked me about the teaching of philosophy and, and so on. Was, it in comp- was my project on ethics, for example, that the president ran, in competition with some other sources of ethics? But not at all, because, uh, quite frankly, I think that the great advantage, and it came up in some of the projects I saw, you're able to deal with what is material and what is not material. And also, I think there are issues that go beyond issues of reason. I think one of the most interesting things you will find out as you go on is the great period that is referred to in Europe as the Enlightenment. It began well, but it ended rather badly. (laughs) But also, as well as that, I think it is to say that there wasn't an Enlightenment only in Europe, that there were several Enlightenments in all of the knowledge and belief systems across the world. And they were exciting because, in fact, people felt that they they, as they answered some questions, they became curious about other questions. And that is what makes life so exciting, in a way. And also it is why I think as well, you will find yourselves making vocational choices in relation to what you want to do in the world of work. But the one thing I want to assure you, you will never regret for a single day the amount of time you give to philosophy. And the other side of it as well in relation to that great category that arose again in Aristotle, who said that the ethics of friendship made a command greater than the demands of justice, as it is in the Nicomachean ethics, is that your friendships will be better through a knowledge of philosophy. And everything gains. University, College Dublin will gain. I still pay tribute to the Department of Philosophy, the School of Philosophy and the School of Education, and those who are cooperating with them. I think uh, something that is incredibly important Can you imagine if we didn't have the capacity to put the question to ourselves as to whether, what are the ethics of being able to send an anonymous message? Aren't the new communications capacity that exists in our world? An anonymous message can be an instrument of hurt, death, it can wound. People have committed suicide by the consequences of people firing out a message for which you take no responsibility. But if, on the other hand, you realise that communications and its development in continents like Africa meant that women far removed from the the marketplace can find out the price of commodities, it is of great assistance. So how we use science and how we use technology and the conversations that you will have about that is so important. When near the beginning of my presidency, near almost seven years ago, I often quoted uh, Raymond Williams, who in the final lecture that he gave in his life, he said, be the arrow, not the target. And that is so important. You can all be the arrows in relation to pushing, if you like, all of these great and wonderful capacities 
Karana or Naji into a usage that is responsible. Responsible not in any tedious sense, in a responsible that is in a context of care and love, and in fact, the very, very, their very, very best usages. I think as well, once I looked at the long list of projects in relation to equality, in relation to other forms of life as well, including the ones on species existence and so forth, and because we must remember that uh, in relation to the anthropocentric world we're now living in, that one period in the, in the long history uh, uh, of life itself. But one of the things that's coming out as well is that those who are inviting people to solidarity, here's the other interesting thing, is that, for example, when I was your, the age of your, your age in many cases, around the time of black and white television. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, is that it changed people's knowledge when they could suddenly see people dying on screen in front of them, their attitude in relation to famine. But it's a whole other development when you ask, why is it that we have, in fact, uh, nu nutritional shortages? Why is it that we have global hunger? What is it, in fact, how does it, in fact, our behaviour in Ireland and in the west of the world, where we discussed global warming, but yet there are, there are atolls and there are parts of the, of the, in the sea that are going out of existence because of the rising sea level and so forth. So studying philosophy enables one to live with full capacity in solidarity and in cohesion with with others, and that is just so very, very important. And the other thing then is in relation to the, all those categories in ethics. We mustn't give up on institutions that let us down. Uh, if, in fact, uh, trust uh, has been lost or breached or whatever, well, then we, how can we best restore it? We can best restore it by discussing the importance of trust and the importance of people being able to place trust and how it is negotiated. And in fact, doing ethics in relation to corporate world, which is maybe one of the most difficult areas, it's not about bringing protocols into existence on how not to get caught. That's a very limited version of ethics, in my view. It is about what is the most appropriate way in which we exercise the use of resources. I want to finish by saying this in a way. What it is all about in the end, and when you see all this energy, Sabine and I have been supporters of philosophy for a long, long time. But you know, if I look back on it and all the rest of it, it is about the search for authenticity. You will know when somebody is for real. But also, as well as that, there are some people who have ethical feelings that really, and the action. Sometimes people can be profoundly ethical by sitting next to each other in silence. It isn't dependent on language, or isn't dependent on words. It is something much more, and it involves more than reason, and it involves more than instincts. And there is such a realm for discussion in relation to what is soul itself. Uh, I think, as well, every subject on that a university advertises it, it itself will gain from its being integrated uh, uh, with philosophy. And I think that if philosophy is neglected, it isn't the subject. And I sometimes I've been saying to philosophers, demand your space and move into Laurenanig, as we would say in Irish. You must go to the centre and you must say, our subject is important. 
we're not there describing a set of derivatives from other subjects. We're discussing something that the public world needs. Isn't it something to know that I'm able to still use the word the public world? Can you imagine if all of you now in this classes and all the rest of it were invited to spend your lives just saying this is what you individually can achieve, accumulate and experience? When in fact, actually, all of what is life itself, everything from music to life to sharing and so forth to understanding nature is shared, is public. And the public world's defence requires philosophy. And that is something... I'm just back from a meeting with four, four presidents in the European Union. And one of the things that those of us at our age and rest were discussing is the importance of the public world the importance of being able to live without fear, to be able to live and begin your day and experience your nights with some sense of joy, knowing that you are sharing different values with others and that you're open to discussing other values. And that is what it is all about. My lecture, in, uh, the reason I'm going up to existing in Bel- Queen's University, Belfast, in about 10 days' time, or whenever it is I'm good, when I have it finished, is, that it is, uh, is um, on the whole question of remembering, forgiving and forgetting. Hence I'm using uh, some of Aaron's work. Well, the importance of we being able to understand how we've come to be. That was a great project, the one, how do we come to be? And how do we come to... Uh, how original could we ever be, and so on? I think you're just very, very... You should be very excited at all the questions that are there for the coming year and all the other years to come. But I want to finish by so, so heartily congratulating everyone who has, in fact, brought this fabulous day abroad. And particularly to all of you, Remember Aristotle's thing about it. You can all put laurels on your heads that you gave it a good go. And I must say, you couldn't be doing anything more wonderful than, in fact, having a go at a philosophical question. So think out even better ones now on your way home. Thank you very much indeed.